1: let's go welcome in to dmvr buffs prime time we are presented by the american raptors head on over to americanraptors.com if you didn't get the ticket you wanted as an elite athlete check out the opportunities at infinity park rugby just may be your next ride my name is jake schwanitz rk joining me we got a pretty loaded show today
0: yes we've already seen Cormani mclean Almost have a pick six. Of course, uh, Under Armour All-American game going on. We got it on the TV here in the studio. Um, All I care about is seeing Dylan Edwards running in the open field. If I see that, successful watch.
1: Yes. um, Since you started off with it, we'll just get to it. I mean, there's two teams, Team Speed, Team Phantom. Do you want to guess what Team Dylan Edwards is on? Hmm. Speed. Hopefully
0: they didn't put yes. all of the speedy guys on that team. It would be a very unfair matchup.
1: <laughs> what does Team Phantom mean then? What does that mean if you're a Phantom? You're so fast you're a Phantom? Yeah, almost Team Phantom. It I don't know. It's like I think of like the ghost pass rush move.
0: I kind of think of like you're these are like the underrated guys. Ah. Like they're ghosts. You know, they okay. haven't been seen yet, <laughs> yes. but I don't think that's what it is.
1: Um, as you already said, Cormani McClain, Dylan Edwards, they're gonna be on team speed. Adam Hopkins, four-star wide receiver, and Kofi taylor Barracks, three-star linebacker on Team Phantom. Um, other than watching Dylan Edwards possibly take 180 yards to the house and maybe a Cormani versus Adam Hopkins rep, what are we really looking for from these guys today?
0: Anything. I, I just want to see them get involved and, and you know, make plays. Um, <clears throat> I think Kofi taylor Barracks is the number one most unknown of these guys, so it'll yeah. be cool to see him up against, you know, top top, top competition like he is in this game. Um, I'm pulling for him. Maybe it's – well, I'm pulling for everyone who's a buff. But uh, maybe it's because I went to London earlier this year, but I, have, I feel like I have a yeah. special connection to, uh, to those people. So I hope that he, he represents them well. We have a ton of U.K. Broncos fans that I'm hoping will jump on the buffs now with two going on three players
1: from London on their roster. It's going to be a lot of fun. I mean, he's lining up against Team Speed. We'll get to see exactly how he matches up against them.
0: Is that Dylan Edwards? I don't know.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Whose Team Speed? Are they white or black? It's got to be white, right? I don't know. These colors at the bottom. That was Dylan Edwards. That is Dylan Edwards. There we go. Let's go. go. Dylan Edwards with the carry about 10 plus yards already. Let's see. Oh, wow. Oh, he just bounces it. I got this light in the way. I'm going blind trying to watch this. Can
0: you move that light a little bit? (laughs) So thank you, um, Dylan Edwards, the starting running back for Team Speed. You love to see it. Find him. Oh, yeah, better.
1: that is better. Thank you, Cal. We'll keep tabs on this uh, throughout the show, guys. But the big story today: some kicker drama. Oh, Ryan. we're leading with kicker drama. K- leading with kicker drama. I guess we drama. led with
0: Dylan Edwards. We should lead yeah. every show with Dylan Edwards. <laughs> we
1: should. Um, <laughs> A lot of Twitter drama today, but this kicker drama has been uh, taking control of Buff's Twitter. Of course, Alejandro Mata was, he committed to see you last week. A lot of people had questions about that, whether or not this means that Cole Becker is gone. Well, we got our answer today. He has entered the transfer portal. Um, an interesting situation for sure, because Cole Becker was one of the few bright spots actually on this Buffs team last year. Is one of the highest, or I think the most scoring k- kicker. I ha- I'll have this pulled up. Um,
0: I think highest percentage. Yes. Uh, best percentage. He's He's been great. You want to toss to me yeah. on this one? <laughs> yeah. All right. So you're going to go in there. <laughs> um, I don't know. I think it's being overblown a little bit. Uh, I am absolutely 100% in trust, uh, Coach Prime. Until I have a reason to not trust him, and I think there's a legitimate gripe that people have out there. Like, this seems like a little bit weird. Like, to push a guy out of the program for a guy. You know, Cole Becker is one of the top recruits in the country. Depending on the kicker services, are a little weird. Right. But um, he's lived up. He's been great. He has a you know career long of 56, which is pretty legit for a college kicker. Yep. And Alejandro Mata. Well, extremely, extremely consistent, um, has a career long of 38. Now, he only attempted one uh, outside of that distance this last season, mm-hmm. and it was blocked. So we'd have to see the tape to know, did they have a, someone let, let through? Did he kick it too low because he doesn't have that kind of leg? Bad
1: hold. Yeah. We don't know.
0: He went 12 of 13 kicking field goals on the year, so it's not like he was bad. Right. I also think he didn't tr- mm-hmm. attempt any field goals outside of that range because JSU's offense was amazing and they also probably went for it a hell of a lot in fourth and whatever situation. So I am certainly not on the panic button train here. And Jake, maybe you can speak to this a little bit. I don't know if this situation is completely over yet. He's in the portal. That doesn't mean he's gone.
1: He's in the portal. Um, I heard that CU is going to try and re-recruit him. um, So this is
0: not, in your opinion... Or from what you've heard, a
1: pushing him out situation? No, I don't think so. I think they want Cole Becker, and he put it on tape last year. I mean, he was solid, as we said. It's, I mean, people are going to be critical about this because this is the one move that has taken away a player that actually okay. kind of did something for the Buffs last year. Was this a negative play?
0: Um Dylan Edwards was, got the handoff on fourth down and slipped. And he, was, he had
1: a lot of room. Did you see how big that lineman was next to him? Yes. Well, he's really small. <laughs> he is really small. <laughs> um, but, yeah, man, I mean, like you said, Coach Prime is here to redo everything, to bring in an explosive offense. The plan this year is going to be to score touchdowns, probably going to be more aggressive going for it on fourth down. I mean, it'd be nice to have a proven, established kicker, but if you just have a consistent guy that can knock down XPs and stuff inside 40 for you, that's kind of all you need
0: yeah i mean again i think the most important thing that you said there is this isn't a situation where the buffs pushed him out mm-hmm. which i think is something that some people are trying to make it seem like oh well he wanted mata he didn't want becker um and as far as we know Mata was not put on scholarship
1: yet right he was listed on the buff stampede like scholarship breakdown in italics which meant preferred walk-on but now who knows
0: yeah well and that's what i was going to say is uh, my guess was it was going to be a competition Mm -hmm. between mata and becker and essentially if mata won the competition he was going to be put on scholarship that's what (laughs) the way i saw it so again (laughs) just another thing to kind of go towards the idea that this isn't coach prime saying i need this scholarship for my kicker you got to go um i really don't think that's what happened here so maybe the mistake was inviting Mata to come at the same time like you ha- you should have competition yes it shouldn't always just be okay well you had a good season you're the guy yes Um. so you know I think I think that this is maybe being blown out of proportion hopefully Cole Becker ends up coming back uh, mm-hmm. and competing for that job and you know may the best man win but it's not as if Mata was bad right he made almost
1: everything he was asked to make mm-hmm. two points to that one we heard in when he first met with the team it's going to be a lot of competition and a lot of guys aren't going to be here when it's all said and done but to start with the kicker position as where you're going to start weeding out the scholarships just doesn't feel right I mean this is not what's going on no I so, don't think so at all um just some stuff on Cole Becker um I had it pulled up <laughs> in terms of actual kicking percentage as you said field goal accuracy. Best in CU history among the 13 with at least 21 field goals made. 25 field goals made last year. That's tied for sixth in CU history. 120 points overall. That's 12th in CU history for kickers. That's from Brian Howell, Boulder Daily Camera. Uh, He was a three-star, 247 composite recruit. He only had three offers, though. Colorado, Iowa State, Rice.
0: Interesting, yeah. Uh, And I think Mata's only offer, according to his page, was Jackson State. But these kicker, the kicker stuff, trying to follow kicker recruiting is very different uh, (laughs) than any other type of recruiting. Mm -hmm. Like, usually the recruiting services that we're familiar with, you know, the 247, the rivals, the on threes, they don't even rate these guys. Mm -hmm. Um, You have to go to like the Chris Saylor ratings, which may or may not be influenced by the guys who work with him personally. So, it's, it's an odd thing. Um, I'm just not, you know, I, I can't remember what it was, but someone said, like, are you worried about this? And I responded, Coach Prime is the coach of the Buffaloes. Yes. I'm not worried about anything. Yep. That's exactly how I feel about this.
1: Yep. Um, we'll table this discussion for a later date. We'll see what develops with Cole Becker and Andrew Alejandro Mata. Um, make sure you guys get those questions in right now, too. We'll be answering questions at the end of the show. Before we move on, I want to tell you all about our friends over at DraftKings Sportsbook. Bowl season is winding down, but DraftKings Sportsbook is still the best place to go to bet on all the bowl games national championship on Monday, right? Yep. Right now, new customers can place a $5 pregame money line bet on a college football team to win and get $150 in free bets if they do. You can also check out their stepped-up same-game parlays where you can boost your winnings up to 100%. Tons of great deals on the home screen if you scroll across the top, too. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use code DMVR. New, pl- new customers place a $5 pregame money line bet on a college football team to win and get $150 if your team does. That's code DMVR. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Also, shout out to Breckenridge Brewery. You guys know we, know we love our Breck brews here at DMVR. Um, I, told, I was told there was an announcement today, but we still have to tease it. It hasn't mm. been made official yet, so stay tuned. There is some Breck brew news. Coming out very soon. Hit up their beer locator at www.breckbrew.com. Find yourself a Mountain Beach Sour, Strawberry Sky, Vanilla Porter Junior, all their great beers. Again, www.breckbrew.com. A lot
0: of people in the comments essentially saying, if the kid doesn't want to compete, let him go. I don't know if I feel quite that strongly about it, but I actually, I don't mind the sentiment. Yeah. Like. If you're the better kicker, you're going to win the job. Right. Um, it sounds like maybe, I don't know, it sounds like maybe communication, if that was communicated to him, maybe he wouldn't be here. But I do think there is a, a chance that this is all a little bit of a miscommunication and it gets figured out over yeah. time.
1: Like I said, I heard that CU is going to try and re-recruit Cole Becker. We'll see exactly what happens. Um, what is the announcement that you mentioned? It's nothing Buffs. It's Breckenridge Brewery related. Stay tuned. We'll hear later today. Um, moving on, though, we covered, I think, almost everything yesterday when talking about the Coach Prime documentary, but the very first thing from yes. the Coach Prime documentary, and that was the conversation with Nick Saban. We got a little bit of insight into that relationship and the little, I don't even want to say controversy. I don't even want to say dispute, just a misunderstanding, I guess, of what Coach Saban said. Well, I first with of all,
0: I, it starts with the fact that what Coach Saban said was wrong. Right. Right. Um, <laughs> So I guess that creates a little bit of controversy, Um, you know, obviously he insinuates that Jackson state paid a million dollars to Travis Hunter to get him there. I have on pretty good authority. That is not what happened, Um, but it could have been, I think this is the most important part. It could have been the start of a feud. Mm -hmm. It could have been the start of a controversy. It could have been the start of a whatever you want to call it. And it was not. And I do not believe that is an accident, Jake, Basically, the show opens up, if you haven't seen it yet, with Coach Prime talking about that situation with Nick Saban and essentially saying, like, I have the utmost respect for him and it's no hard feelings, yeah. I'm going to go talk to him. They go, they talk, they straighten it out. They basically you know, come to the agreement that they're on the, they're, they're on the same page when it comes to NIL. They think that you know players should be, as Coach Prime would say, more interested in the NFL than the mm-hmm. NIL. Um, and I've said it a few times before this, Jake. I think that Coach Prime wants a strategic alliance, if you will, with Coach Saban. If you've noticed, the buffs have not poached or even tried to poach that I can remember any of their commits. Um, there are currently, now there could be there could be eventually, there are currently no transfers on the list from Alabama. Um, though I don't think that would necessarily... Impact the relationship between those two guys. If a guy's going to enter the portal, go ahead and get him. Mm-hmm. Um, but I have felt since day one that Coach Prime does not want an enemy in Nick Saban and wants a friend in Nick Saban. And they've obviously had a re- pre existing relationship. But I think that Coach Prime, and we've talked about how smart he is, is smart enough to know you don't want to be enemies of Nick Saban.
1: Yeah I mean their friendship was pretty obvious even when you watch the documentary it, coach says that this is the first time he's talked to coach Saban since probably even before the whatever coach said about uh, coach Saban said about Travis Hunter and they kind of just were buddies right away too I mean it didn't seem like there was any animosity between the two but I, I think you're onto something though because the Charles Kelly thing and we'll get to Charles Kelly in a bit but He was named as defensive coordinator. And then there was like this weird, like three week, month holding pattern where people were like, Well, what's going on here? Because he's still recruiting for Alabama. It did seem like a bit of a handshake or a type of agreement. Like, look. That's
0: when I started saying the whole thing. Yes. Go ahead. You can finish. Sorry.
1: I was just saying, I mean, it could have gotten dirtier and it could have been a messier situation. And it was pretty clean for a guy who was actually recruiting for another school and then just came over as defensive coordinator. And these types of
0: alliances are common in sports. Yes. Um, a perfect one that I would point to was would be the Denver Broncos and the San Francisco 49ers, especially mm-hmm. during the John Elway-John mm-hmm. Lynch overlap. Elway and Lynch, two guys who are good friends, and essentially said, like, we're going to do – business with each other, we trust each other. We're going to do things. And what happens when you do this stuff is you have like handshake agreements. For example, I'll say I heard when the Broncos hired Rich Scangarello as their offensive coordinator, he I believe he was the quarterback's coach. Yeah, in and San, San Francisco. Francisco. San Francisco said they can block though, right? Mm-hmm. you're allowed to block your yeah. code. They said, "All right, we'll allow this." which they weren't allowing anyone, they wouldn't even allow anyone to interview Mike McDaniel to be their OC at that time. They said, we'll allow this. Let's make a deal. So later on, during that draft of the very next year, the Broncos had an odd deal. They traded a a fifth-round pick to the 49ers for like a special teams player, just out of nowhere. Mm -hmm. And from what I heard, that was essentially, we'll give you Rich Scangarello for a fifth-round pick. Uh, or will allow you to make that move it's like this under the table type of agreements where I think that's essentially what happened with Charles Kelly which Mm -hmm. is you know coach prime said hey man I really want to get Charles like I would love to you know make him my defensive coordinator blah 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 it's gonna be an upgrade he's gonna get a pay raise etc etc and Saban said okay just let him finish out the class Mm -hmm. if you let him finish out the class you can have him for all of next class yeah and I think it's,
1: I think it's cool, and I I'm, I think it's totally fair game, for sure. There was a comment uh, down towards the bottom, Kale, that um, someone said. Uh, let's scroll up a little. It was from Wallow. Saban was trying to fire up his boosters to give more by saying that. I'm sure he was. Yeah, <laughs> it's a, it's a game, man. Yes. The media is a game for these coaches.
0: Yes, and the ones who are smart use the media to help them rather than um, vilifying the media
1: Mm -hmm. and working against them. Right. Um, Let's transition to Charles Kelly then because he is going to be the defensive coordinator of this team. Uh, A pretty big get because 247 put out their 2023 recruiter rankings. Uh, This was last updated today. I don't know when this article came out. Charles Kelly tops the list. There are three Alabama guys in the top 10. Charles Kelly's number one. Freddie Roach, defensive line coach number two. Robert Gillespie, running bass coach number three. uh, Holloman Wiggins, wide receivers coach number nine. He tops them all. And there's guys like Brian Hartline, wide receivers coach at Ohio State in this Mm -hmm. top five. Charles Kelly is a force to be reckoned with on the trail. If you go to his page on 247 Sports, you can look at his top all-time commits where he's credited of being the primary or secondary recruiter. Primary or secondary recruiter for Josh Sweat when he was at Florida State. Beast. Pretty damn good player, was a five-star coming out of high school. Tavares McFadden was a five-star cornerback coming out of high school. He was at uh, Florida State. Then this guy named uh, Will Anderson. Mm,
0: Yeah, sounds familiar. Yeah. Top three pick in this year's NFL draft? Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, that guy. Um, Primary recruiter, Charles Kelly. That'll do. Um, And just going down the list, uh, Travis Rudolph, who was a wide receiver at Florida State. uh, Primary recruiter, Charles Kelly. A bunch of guys. It just goes on and on. Tons of four stars. There are one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, five stars. He is credited with recruiting. Boulder has got one of the best recruiters in the country now.
0: Yeah, uh, that is about three times as many five stars as CU has yes. in their history. And that includes our new friend, Travis Hunter. Yeah. Um, it, this is game-changing. And I think the most important thing you mentioned there, Jake, is it's not only at Alabama. Mm-hmm. Because if you get that role at Alabama, you're going to have some amazing recruits yeah. attached to your name regardless. Two things. One, there's a reason he got that role at Alabama. It's not like he was just like an OG Saban guy. Right. Um, He was brought in because of the work that he was doing at Florida State. Mm -hmm. Obviously, Florida State is a place where a lot of great recruits go, including one, Deion Sanders. Um, But you're bringing in five stars. That, even to Florida State, is a job well done. Mm -hmm. Um, And so he was doing this at the highest, highest level before he was hired to do it at Alabama – the place, the number one, you know, recruiting place in the world. So this is an unbelievable poll in one that I don't think we've talked enough about. No. Like this is an underrated thing. Jake, currently number 23 class in the country. Remember a lot of people ask us, can they get, them up, to the, can they get up to the number 20, uh, top 25? Mm-hmm. Done. And the number two transfer class in the country, number two behind, well, Florida State. Um,
1: and Charles Kelly is working at Alabama through this.
0: Yes, exactly. He hasn't even, well, I guess, I guess I actually tweeted out he hasn't set foot on campus yet. I guess that's probably wrong. He probably stepped set foot on campus yesterday. Mm-hmm. The number one recruiter in the country just joined the boat, and they already have 23. Next year, I talked about this yesterday, next year is going to be insane. Um, I'm ready to just stamp it down, put it in Sharpie. Best recruiting class in Colorado history is coming next year. Uh, And Charles Kelly is going to be a big part of that.
1: It's not even bold. Even without Charles Kelly, I don't think that'd be bold. But now you get him with Deion Sanders. I know. They're coming for everyone. And we talked about it yesterday the 2024 class. They're going after the best. And they're getting listed in these top 12s, top 15s, top fives. You just, it's just stay in the conversation, man. They'll start rolling in. Um, I went in back and looked at some of the film from Florida State and from Alabama in 2020 just to try and learn something about his defense. Um, I don't want to say I didn't learn a lot because it was just very multiple. That's what I learned. It's, mm. There's three down linemen, there's four down linemen, there's standing edges on one side, standing edges on both sides, uh, five defensive backs, four linebackers. It, it's, it's whatever you want it to be. You want to know why? Why is that? Because they're bringing in five-star
0: players at every position <laughs> yeah. that you can imagine, and they have to figure out ways to get all of these guys on the field. Mm-hmm. So there are going to be times where you want four down, and you're trying to get your four best defensive linemen on the field, and you've got these two guys yep. who maybe project better as defensive ends. Then you're going to want to go three, four sometimes because you've got these two outside linebackers that you want to get on the field at the same time that you've you – know, You've got all the best um, secondary players in the country. So now you want to go dime and you want to go. Mm-hmm. They have so many weapons on the defensive side of the ball that they almost have to, like legitimately from a transfer portal recruiting perspective, they have to be insanely multiple just to get all of these guys on the field to make sure that they're still happy.
1: Yeah, it's it's the perfect defense for what they're trying to do in Colorado, which is just get as many great players as possible and kind of figure it out later. We talked about it yesterday with um, – What's his name? The Lions guy, the sack guy. Oh, James Houston. James Houston. We talked about it yesterday. Um, someone sent me the video after we got off the air yesterday of the, at the time the linebackers coach for JSU and Coach Prime talking to James Houston, telling him, yep. hey, man, you got to play outside. You, you can't play stand-up linebacker for us. You're not going to get reps or off-ball linebacker and already proven right. Um, And this is just what they're going to try and do with all these guys. I mean, you talk about someone like Travis Hunter, it's just kind of like, well, let's just get him on a practice field and see exactly what he's good at, what he's best at, where he can best help the team. Probably be the same situation if they get someone like a Kormani McLean. We've already seen it with guys like Morgan Pearson, who listed as athlete, wide receiver slash linebacker. They're just going to try and figure it out with these guys.
0: Yes, uh gosh i'm excited to see morgan pearson play <laughs> i love that oversized linebacker like and i'm talking about height yeah super tall linebacker um really quick i wanted to talk about the transfer rankings because i don't yeah, think we had ahead. mentioned yet that the buffs have been moved up mm-hmm. to number two in the transfer rankings and one of the things that i don't know i uh, some people were saying well yeah all the rest of the pac 12 has a great transfer class too the buffs have gained a little bit of separation. Um, so they are now up to number two, like I mentioned, um, with 65 points in the transfer portal. Who knows exactly how these point this point system works. No oh, way. Get, who is this?
1: I don't know. No way this goes, Oh, though. God. He got tired. Um,
0: so they're up to 65 points in here. And yes, Arizona State is sitting there at number five. They are the closest in the Pac-12. They're at 53. Then Washington 51 at six. Then you scroll down a little bit. UCLA's fallen down to 10. They're at 44. USC is at 12, 44, and Oregon is at uh, 13 with 43. So yes, a lot of the Pac-12 is in this top 13, but the Buffs have separated themselves in in these rankings, especially as more of these players have started to get rankings on 24/7, which mm-hmm. is what we're uh, basing this off of. Right. Um, the Buffs are in a class of their own in the Pac-12 in terms of the point system there and being all the way up there at number two.
1: Yeah, just scrolling through the top 50. The only five-star transfer is CU getting Travis Hunter. Um, they got yep. three, four-stars. The Arizona State thing I always thought was weird because I always felt like that was more volume than anything. They had 18 commits coming through the transfer portal. Well, now CU has 17, and now they've got more four-stars and a five-star over them.
0: And I was going to say, zero five-stars, one four-star. For Arizona State, 12 three-stars. Currently, it says Colorado at one five-star, three four-stars, six three-stars. Again, what's not being mentioned here is not all the Buffs players have been rated yet. They have 17 commits, Mm -hmm. but only 10 of them are ranked. Yep. Very good chance we're talking about the number one transfer class in the country Mm -hmm. before any transfers happen. Right. Just all they need to do is get ratings on 24-7.
1: And Ryan, we're not done, man. I know. We're not done. We just saw Cole Becker leave. I guarantee you more guys are going to leave... In the coming weeks and months, as we get into spring football, as more guys get onto the field and you actually... They kind of gain an idea of where they actually fit in on this team and if they're going to play or not. Guys are going to bounce and guys are going to come in as soon as guys start graduating from their schools that they're at now and are actually eligible to transfer as grad transfers. The Casey Roddick situation, as we talked about off-air yesterday, is still up in the air too. Yep, Um, That was an interesting development. He was... He originally recruited to or uh, committed to Florida State, but he has wiped all the Florida State stuff from his Twitter and Instagram. It's all Buff stuff again.
0: Does that count as part of the transfer class if he enters the transfer portal <laughs> and comes, comes back. back to Colorado?
1: <laughs> I don't know. That's a good question. Um, Charlotte with another one. Wow.
0: Man, Darrell Robinson, number twenty-three, running back. Okay, I want to. I've looked into this now. So here are the players who have not yet been rated by 24 seven Tavion Beasley not yet rated as a transfer Leonard Payne not yet rated as a transfer Jeremiah Brown not yet rated as a transfer Alejandro Mata not yet rated as a transfer he might not end up yeah, registering right Mark Vassett, the, the punter or Vissette he was a three-star coming yeah, yeah, out of I high school so maybe he does yeah. get a transfer rating
1: he set Louisville punting records yes
0: and Cameron Silman Craig and Tyler Brown Mm-hmm. I think that's all seven. So there you go. If two of those guys get three-star rankings, they might that might bump it up. I think more are going to get it. Right. Uh, and, we'll, and another thing notable that we haven't talked about, I predicted this, but we, ha- we hadn't seen it officially, uh, Sadu Traore ranked a
1: four-star transfer by 24-7. Love that. Was a yep. top five tight end in the country in terms of recruiting uh, yards. Everyone in the comments, the game's on ESPN2. The listings are a little wrong. I don't know why they're wonky, um, but the game's on ESPN2.
0: It looks like Phantom is a better squad, just yeah. what I've watched so far. Have we gotten a an Adam Hopkins sighting yet? I have not seen him. Um, he is he's wide receiver for Phantom, right?
1: Yes. Okay, let me double check.
0: It looks like yeah. they're tr- they're basically doing line changes on each side of the ball per mm-hmm. per possession because Dylan Edwards wasn't out there last one for speed. So maybe he wasn't. I don't think he was out there this last one. I mean, maybe he's out there now.
1: Kamish just said Tavion Beasley, three-star out of Bosco. Yep. Yep. He was a three-star in high
0: school. Mm-hmm. Well, what I'm talking about, though, is the transfer ratings, right. which there's a new thing that the recruiting services are doing so they can rank these transfer classes, which, by the way, very smart idea. Yep. Gets us to talk about them on a daily basis.
1: For sure. Uh, anything else you want to mention before we move on to questions?
0: Um, I think that's it.
1: We are hyped to be teaming up with local legends Illegal Pete's here at DMVR. Illegal Pete's is always our go-to spot for burritos, buddies, and beers. Can't beat their endless option of fresh ingredients and the strongest margaritas around. Stop by one of their 12 locations throughout Colorado and Arizona for happy hour from 3 to 6. Illegal Pete's is still hooking you all up with a little something extra this year. Spend $100 on gift cards and score an extra $25 for free. Use it for yourself as a gift. Shout out Illegal Pete's. What do we got for questions today, Kale? Lots. Lots. Love to hear that. From Brad, I just hopped in a few minutes ago. Have you already discussed Nick Williams from Texas A&M? He's a recruiting stud, too. Um, We haven't talked about him in a while, probably since he actually joined the squad. Um, I'll pull up my little Prime Tracker blurb on him. But, yeah, he was credited with a lot of the recruiting success that a and had last year. They had the number one recruiting class, Denver yep. Harris, Smoke Bowie. Yep. Of course, they're gone now. Nick Williams is here. Haven't heard about Smoke Bowie yet. We'll see. Yeah, Smoke was
0: one that I thought might be a quick, uh, quick transfer, and it hasn't happened yet, so we'll see what's going on there. Um, real quick thing I want to mention, because they just tweeted this out uh, this morning, uh, the Buffs for Life NIL Collective, which made mm. waves, um, obviously when it was announced something that was needed desperately mm-hmm. um, not quite as needed now because Coach Prime is here and Still that's nice to going have. to do uh, wonders for Buffs recruiting but we do want you know these players to get taken care of from an NIL perspective obviously if, for those of you who don't know um, we, ha- we here at DNVR have done deals, uh, NIL deals with players in the past. We very, very, very much plan on doing it again, depending on, you know, who we can get the ear of, maybe even like a weekly appearance from a player. Yeah. Um, maybe even switch it up with, you know, we can almost create like our own little NIL um, fund that we can use to pay players on a weekly basis to come on the show. We obviously want these guys to get hooked up. We've done shirt deals in the past that have been very successful. Anyways, Bust for Life NIL, one of the big complaints I had about their rollout was that the website was not very good. And they have since redone the website and rolled it out today. So get over there. uh, B4LNILCollective.org. B4LNILCollective.org. If you want to donate to them, uh, obviously a great way uh, to invest your money in CU Athletics. And it goes directly to the players. And my biggest complaint was that there wasn't a very big obvious donate button right there there on the top. Love that, Nice
1: and big, outlined in gold. (laughs) Love that. Shout out Bus for Life NIL. Super chat from Lawrence. What's up, Lawrence? Are you hearing of any updates on how Coach Prime is handling the high school coaches in Colorado so that he has local talent? Are you ready for hundred K subs? Let's go. We are very <laughs> Height, ready for hundred yeah, K subs. It. Let's get there. What have you heard though, about the local uh, talent in relation to this coaching staff? I've, if anything,
0: I think this is going to be a very different scenario than what you're used to. Wow. Oh my God. How did they let him get tackled by the quarterback? He had a pick six easy with like six blockers in front of him. <laughs> and the quarterback just stood there and tackled him. Oh, that's no a flag son.
1: Him. You can't do that. Anyways.
0: It's just not oh, – no. this isn't a normal situation when it comes to recruiting. A lot of times um, when you hire <laughs> a new head coach, basically what happens, Jake, is the coach comes in and says, I'm going to go into every high school in Colorado and I'm going to build a relationship with those coaches and blah, blah, blah. It's not the way it's going to work here. Yeah. Um, when there are great players to be had in Colorado, the Bucks will try to go get them just like they'll try to go get a great player out of Alaska, Hawaii, or London, (laughs) London, England. Yeah. Um, But I don't think it's it's the the way that a lot of people are used to where he's doing a tour going around all the schools. I'm sure he'll pop up at Cherry Creek. I'm sure he'll pop up at Valor. Mm -hmm. And then wherever else there's a guy. Uh, But I'm just um, guessing on this. It's very possible Coach Prime wants to do the – the Colorado high school tour and go around to all of them, but I don't expect it.
1: Right. Um, I mean, he still got some guys from Colorado. I think Hank Zielinskis, uh, the center, was from Cherry Creek. That's the only one. Um, well, then, but Uh-oh. they tried to go after Blake Purchase. It's yes, just, they did. It was too late in the cycle like yep. with everything that happened. So um, I'm sure we'll see more. I'm sure we'll see Blake Purchase eventually. Yes, <laughs> Hopefully. Uh, next um, one th- uh, from John. Thoughts on transfer targets who still haven't committed. Also, this new big wave of transfers with a lot of D, with a lot of good D linemen today. Is there um, a new wave? I haven't yeah.
0: seen anything today. Of, I, I assume he means of people who entered the portal. Yeah, um, it would make sense that today there would be an influx. Obviously, with a lot of bowl games going mm-hmm. on over the weekend. Um, we talked a little so. bit about Kevin Coleman. Yes, uh, as kind of my top remaining target. Obviously, he is uh, you know, a wide receiver, which the Buffs aren't in desperate need of. Mm-hmm. Um, but I really like the idea of having a guy who had such good chemistry with Shadur Sanders in, in the yeah, full.
1: For sure. Um, just looking through the on-three transfer portal rankings, number 16, Branson Dean is a redshirt, sophomore, or a redshirt senior from Purdue. He's a three-star rated defensive lineman. He's still undecided. Uh, Trey Sanders has been a guy we talked about a bunch. We'll see there. Um, I do. Uh, I did see one
0: today. Let me see if I can find smoke it. Smoke
1: Bowie, as we talked about, still in the portal. He's a top target.
0: Um. Oh, FSU running back Trayshawn Ward entered the portal today. Okay. Um, 600 yards, seven touchdowns last year for Florida State. One to keep an eye on for sure. Mm-hmm. Gosh, I wish I could find it. Oh, here you go. Um, this is not a transfer portal update, but it is a recruiting update uh four star corner jet white has decommitted from u s c six foot yes. two one seventy you know who is most uh the offer he got right before that i 'm gonna guess Colorado yes exactly he Coach just Prime. offered by Colorado right before he decommitted i don 't know if that 's notable, but i guess we 'll find out um Sign me up for as many, by the way, Cormani McLean, 6'2", 165. Sign me up for as many 6'2 corners yes.
1: as we can possibly yeah, get. For sure. Arkansas defensive back Trent Gordon just entered the portal, just now. Um, there's a ton of guys. I mean, Dante Cephas, a wide receiver, still mm. hasn't picked a team. He's a target that we picked out early on. Um, just looking through the available guys now. There's
0: your return. Same guy, I think, that almost had the other one.
1: Is this in a defense return? No, it was oh, a kickoff kick return? return.
0: Who is it? Beat Adam Hopkins. Come on. <laughs> Come on. Uh, Zachariah Branch. Congratulations.
1: Congratulations, Zachariah. Um, I'd say Kevin Can, can you imagine
0: the literal pearl clutching going on? Oh, as it's... every single time they make a big play, they run to this throne and get a chain on and... Well, I, I love thought,
1: it. I thought they'd be a they were all taking their helmets off on the field, but then they run over to this chair that's got smoke and chains <laughs> and never mind then. <laughs> Please, can we get a golden throne for the players to sit on <laughs> after they do something dope? Oh, that'd be sick. Um, Kevin Coleman I would say be the top transfer target right now though, right?
0: Yeah, for sure. I mean, I guess we got to keep an eye It feels like we hit a lull and we're just about to hit another ramp up yep. in transfer stuff. You know the Buffs are going to be in on these guys, mm-hmm. and so we'll have an eye on it. We will. Um, I have a feeling, like my spidey senses are tingling, that some good news is coming soon. He's not done. There's no way Coach Prime no, is done. No, 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 no. He's got more surprises for us. That kid almost dropped the ball before he crossed the goal line. The Deshaun my Jackson. Le-
1: my least favorite thing in football. Uh, what else we got? From Jamel, what's up Jamel, is that the grass or turf at Folsom Field? It's oh, grass.
0: Great question. We play on grass. Yes. We play on grass. Um, incredible, incredible turf management uh, at CU. Um, mm-hmm. The grounds crew from top to bottom, uh, they take amazing care of the fields, and I think we have one of the best playing services in the country.
1: Yep, beautiful field. Uh, shout out to the grounds people. Uh, PJ Williams, another guy to watch out for in the transfer portal, the four-star from A M. There you go. There you go. What's next, Kale? Oh, hi, is... Is this the
0: line to get on the bandwagon? <laughs> is there any space left? We have unlimited space. Yep. Uh, literally no gatekeeping going on wow. here about becoming a Colorado fan. Um, when you've been down as bad as we've been, the fact that anyone wants to jump on the bandwagon to me is such an amazing feeling that I'm just like, Come one, come all. Uh, Throw on some black and gold. Come to Folsom Field. Maybe stop by the DNVR bar the Friday night before you head down to the game in Boulder. Um, Welcome. The line might be long, (laughs) um, but there is
1: no cap on who all we're letting in. No, of course. Uh, We welcome all and everyone. Excited for all the influx of fans are getting. From Tony, what about going after the defensive lineman from Kentucky who entered the portal today? I don't know who you're talking about, but <laughs> sure, man. Yes. yes. Let's go after him. Kentucky's
0: been getting <laughs> some beasts on the defensive line the last couple of years, so sign me up. We're going to have to do a, like a, uh, maybe tomorrow we'll do a transfer portal update. Tomorrow we have a guest, though. We do have a guest tomorrow. All right. Maybe the day after that. I don't even remember the days anymore. Thursday. Thursday. <laughs> we'll do a transfer portal update.
1: All right. Um, yeah, I'm about that. It sounds fun. Next. Um, did you guys hear about the FSU running back, Treshawn Ward, his favorite to sign with CU? I just pulled up his Twitter page. Um, He hasn't tweeted Who's this? out. Uh, Treshawn Ward, Florida State running back. Is that oh, who you're about? Oh, the one that I about? just mentioned. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, I don't see any offers retweeted on his timeline. So we'll the see. The Buffs
0: do, I think, need a running back. Yep. Um, Just an experienced... Big running back. I mm-hmm. don't know about uh, Sean's size and speed or anything like that, but I I think that's one one thing that they still need to check off. They've done a really good job of checking off most, if not all, of the boxes. Right. But at the same time, I'm not going to object to more Dylan Edwards touches.
1: For sure. Uh, Sean Ward listed at 5'10", 175. I mean, they tried going after Ray Davis, who was Vanderbilt's running back. He ended up committing to Kentucky. Uh, I think they were pretty deep on getting him to Colorado, just didn't get all the way home. I'm sure there's more to come. Trey Sanders still out there, as we said. Super chat from Andrew, just a super chat. We appreciate, appreciate it, you. Um, if you meant to attach a
0: comment, because I know that user experience isn't that great on sending super chats, uh,
1: just leave it in there and we'll yeah, get to Yeah, we'll it. get you. Uh, from Cameron, what do you think about Micah Fleming today? Class of is that class of twenty seven, dB, Colorado. or Colorado? 27? Colorado
0: twenty seven dB class. Class of yeah, Co two seven would be class of. Um, <laughs> we think he's great. <laughs> yeah, for a twelve year old. <laughs> yes.
1: Um. Yeah, just googling him, I don't see you. this. T- <laughs> the top YouTube video says he might be the best cornerback that's not in high school. <laughs> So, let's go. Oh, man. He's got to be on the list already, though. Coach Did Prime, cornerback?
0: I wonder if, like, they laugh at this stuff like we do. Like yeah. Someone's <laughs> like, hey, coach, I think we should offer this 14-year-old. <laughs> uh, he's tearing up the eighth-grade circuit. <laughs> like, Is he like, cool, yeah, send him an offer? Or is yeah. he just, like, laugh? And then they're like, yeah, go ahead, fine.
1: Um, what D-line or O-line pickups would you make would make you feel that CU could compete with USC, Oregon, and Utah. Well, interesting question there with the three teams, because I think we saw yesterday that you can hang with USC. You don't have to be very good up front. I mean,
0: I know this is no similar disrespect to, to Tulane. I know this is similar to what we were saying about um, the TCU game. Like it's kind of funny that the Buffs were down to by one to TCU at halftime. At the same time. I believe they were beating USC through the first quarter. Yeah. Uh, they were leading. Yeah. So and then they had
1: oh, It was a 3 to 2, wasn't so there a painful. safety?
0: They had that amazing play call from Mike Sanford with oh, the, the split zone the play pop action pass. pop pass. Easiest touchdown in the world to I believe take a 10-7 lead yeah. late in the or mid second quarter and they missed it of course. Uh, and you know, that's kind of where things began to unravel. Not to say they were on the same plane as them <laughs> right. this year, but um, I honestly think that they have made enough improvements to the offensive line. Like I think the offensive line is going to be able to go yeah. next year. The defensive line will be t- to be seen. Mm-hmm. Um, the edge group could maybe use a little more sure things. I think there's a lot of solid talent in the edge group right now. But I I really don't think they're that far off. Um, when it comes to the trenches at this point,
1: I don't think the offensive line was that far off last year. No, I mean they weren't getting bullied. They were, they weren't great, but they didn't have a great quarterback. Situation. Yeah, a
0: lot of times people think that the uh, the offensive line has to protect the quarterback, which is true. The quarterback also has to protect the offensive line, mm-hmm. and that
1: did not happen at all this yep. season. Uh yeah. The defensive line, we'll wait and see. Um, in terms of Utah and Oregon, I mean. That's best of the bunch right there. So, yep. uh, we have a few more. Is this year's class the best in CU history?
0: Not yet. Um, and it might, well, it's hard to say because like Travis and Shador alone right. um, could end up making it that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But there's a recruiting class that had like Cordell Stewart, um, Rashawn Salam, um, a couple other like maybe Chad Brown or maybe he was a little earlier but there's a there's some ridiculous recruiting classes in the early 90s Um, Ray Carruth who obviously yeah ended up in a bad doing bad things yeah um, but was like an insanely talented like 4-3 speed wide receiver who was part of that group so they've had some insane classes the 2007 class which actually came right after CU played Alabama in a bowl game uh, it was Nick Saban's first year at Alabama, mm. and it was Dan Hawkins' second year at Colorado, or maybe his first year at Colorado. Can't remember. Um, no, second, I believe. And they played in a bowl game, and CU ended up getting a great, great recruiting class. Five-star running back Daryl Scott, uh, a couple other beasts. Then, like some of those guys didn't end up qualifying or getting into school, and that thing kind of fell apart. But in terms of rankings, twenty-three is not. They've they've been way way above that. Yep um next year will be though and more to
1: come what's the history behind the colorado banner behind the end zone are you talking about the just yeah the
0: yeah just part of the design of the stadium mm-hmm. um it's my favorite part uh, well other than the views but i love it's unique separates our stadium um it needs a retouching
1: yes, um, yes. maybe
0: a repaving and a repainting, yeah. So a a repaving and a repainting is is well past due. Yeah, it does kind of give like cool '90s vibes because it's probably right. the last time that they uh, <laughs> they painted it. But uh, it, I think it's really cool. I love it.
1: Just growing up watching the Buffs, that's the thing that stood out to me most about the stadium. And then you you play in NCAA football, yes, and like that's you, see what, you know the, the you know. thing. And then. Uh, also, just watching all 22 film, that low scoreboard that's kind of off to the side next to oh, it, you Oh, know? yes. That's a weird r- I always weird remember that thing, thing, too. Yeah.
0: One time uh, – actually, I remember what game it was. When the Buffs beat Oklahoma, this is the Sam Bradford and – who's the Mur- running back Murray at Oklahoma? DeMarco. DeMarco Murray. Sam Bradford, DeMarco Murray, uh, Sooners. They were ranked, I believe, number two at the time. Mm-hmm. Cody Hawkins – Leads the Buffs and Scotty McKnight lead the Buffs to 21 fourth quarter points to come back uh, from down 14, I think, and upset Oklahoma. I was sitting right kind of by that scoreboard. So when I went to rush the field, <laughs> I did not realize that there was like a 10 to 12 foot drop yeah. off. And I was literally just like flying for a second. It was just like, oh fuck. <laughs> Slammed on the ground. So much <laughs> adrenaline. Didn't even feel it. Ran, rushed the field. Um uh, felt it a lot
1: the next <laughs> yeah, day. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> That's a great story. I love that. Um is that it, Kale? That's pretty much it, yeah. That's pretty much it, he says. Um as I mentioned, we'll have a guest tomorrow. It'll be a good one. Hell yeah. I'm really excited for that. Yeah, so make sure you guys tuned in. Uh follow DMVR underscore buffs on Twitter at Jake DMVR, at Ryan Konigsberg. Let's appreciate see. appreciate you guys so much for tuning in and uh
0: a lot of you guys have been sending Nice comments to us. Uh, I, I got a tweet yesterday and a DM from people who have been tuning in. We love when you do that. Uh, obviously, the thumbs up have been amazing. The views have been amazing. Um, so many new fans, so many new eyeballs. We really, really appreciate all of your nice words and, and just you tuning in at all.
1: Oh. Yeah, another super chat. Buzzer beater super chat. From Christopher, several positions have been overhauled. Which of these would you prioritize upgrading with transfers this year? Running back, safety, linebacker, defensive line.
0: If I had to choose one of those to be better next year, is that essentially what we're going for? Which prioritize. would you prioritize
1: upgrading with transfers?
0: If, I'm always going to pick the line if you yep. can upgrade the line. Yep. Uh, and they've done a good job already of upgrading the line. Two beasts against the mm-hmm. run. Um, I think I said uh, Shane Cokes might end up being the most impactful transfer. Mm-hmm. Um other than Shador and Travis, right but I, I want more. If you can give me guys on the line, guys in the trenches, I'll take that all day.
1: Yeah, I, I agree with that sentiment, but I feel like they've hit three of those four positions. The other one they, only one they really haven't hit was running back yep. through the portal. I mean you got Cameron Silman Craig at safety. Um, you brought in Bentley, uh, Levante Bentley from Clemson at linebacker, Taij Alston at Edge from West Virginia. You brought in Shane Koch, as you said. Um, Marshawn Nealand. Marshawn Nealand. And then uh uh the Jackson State Jeremiah Brown, the linebacker, just brought him in, but nothing at running back yet. Yeah. Um let's get it back. Yeah, let's get it back. Uh someone in the comments, Victor Venn was a high end track guy in Georgia. Oh yeah. He's still on the roster.
0: Yeah, no uh no don't sleep on Victor Venn. Yeah. He's
1: gonna be a beast. For sure. Um, is that it then? I think that is it. All right guys, uh, tune in tomorrow it's gonna be a fun show. until then, buffs. Let's go Buffs, go Buffs.